0: Good morning, you have a number of sheets here. We might get to the Navi. We left off a few weeks ago before the Shevavim, starting the reign of Chizkiyahu HaMelech. We had the background from Divrei Yamim, which we're going to refer to tonight. And we left off with the Mishnah in Pesachim. So start with the single page, M'shishet Dvar Masa Chizkiyahu As I mentioned, Chizkiyahu Tzadik Yisraelam looking to do the right thing and find out what the din was or what harasha he can do in these difficult times. He becomes king, is relatively young, 25 years old, grew up, his father was a rasha, although his father had given him an education. He was one of those uh, circumstantial rashaim due to the pressures of the time. In other words, he's not as bad as the rashaim we're going to see yet even in Malchus Beis David, who will be worse. Some of them will do tshuva, some of them won't. The last one, which we'll get to in a year or two, will do tshuva in bubble after he's escorted to Gullus. So it will sort of end well. Right now he has to contend with the pending invasion of Asherah and the fact that there's major cleanup to be done in Yehuda from Bamas of Arazara. And restarting the Avoidanabaisamitish, which his father had closed. He succeeds in doing that and making pesach like it hasn't been done in a long, long time, which we saw in Divrayamim, gets the kind of Levim to go through the tire process, bring the carbon with a few technical errors. As he mentioned a few weeks ago, I believe and I will show you a deek in the Ramam, he clearly asked a shaidla and those who he asked said, Well, we're in a rush. So a Rasha, and let's make it happen. And later on, upon review, some of the piskei were agreed upon. Some of them, they felt, were too cutting-edge. It doesn't make a difference at this point because the Pusik says he realized that the asked for Mechila and the Kabanas were accepted, which uh, will be, interestingly enough, documented clearly in the Rambam in Hilchas B'ez Mikdash, which we will get to, Mitzhashem. We're up to the second half of the Mishnah. We'll read the Mishnah quickly. Shisha Dvar Masachiski HaMelecha Shlesha Hedula Shlesha L'Hedula Gir Atmas Aviv Amita Shachavalim He showed a public display of Bizayin for his father Ochaz to show that Rishayim have no place in Kla and to give him a kapara. Violation of Kibben HaVeim normally and Kibben Malchus, both of them he was fully aware of and the Chum agreed with him that it was necessary that public display of what they think of uh, liberals and other Rasham. still in my mind from last night. So uh, he was more than a liberal. He was um, pushing an agenda which he personally didn't believe in the riot that he let Chiskeyo have some education, but did tremendous damage in Klausro. So this public display is no longer alive, but Gir Atzma Zaviv. He took the bones and schlepped them through Moshe Rabbeinu. Certainly, sent a very powerful message. Kites Nechash anochayshes. He got rid of this handiwork from Moshe Rabbeinu, which was not in use now. At one time, service of Klal Yisrael. Many, many years ago, people were now worshiping it for a He felt its time was served already, overdue to get rid of it. People didn't like it as well. The um, marshal I gave in saying when we were discussing this, I I have to be staring at somebody who's in Philadelphia, as I mentioned the Liberty Bell. It's like La Havdel, of Havdelas. If somebody would take the Liberty Bell and grind it up, take it, put it away and grind it up, uh, there would be, I don't know about now, but there, in times of yesteryear, there'd be open uh, rebellion um, there might be some people who would say, well, Liberty Bell talks about um, proclaiming freedom. They shouldn't have been slaves in the first place, and we don't like the whole thing. Or maybe they wouldn't like the inscription. But, Dabrahu, who is a national treasure, this was uh, loved by the people, just a, a connection to Meshra bet about the good people. Why should we suffer for the people bowing down to it? The answer is that if it's a Meshachar, it's a Meshachar, and you have to get rid of it, and it was way overdue. It's the first king, brave enough to do it, Meir Shabbana would have agreed. Meir would have said to do it a long time ago. Ghana, say for is also not very popular. People would come, look at the index, quick fix in a Rafua. and they wouldn't do tshuva, they wouldn't dive, in, they wouldn't go to the navi to find out what the problem was, and that defeats the whole purpose of the headache in the first place. So he got rid of that also. I can imagine that caused even a greater uproar than the Rechash and Hash al and yeah, people were bowing down, deep down understood why they shouldn't be doing this, Safer of who is? How can you get something more popular than that? Chiskeo said if it's for the detriment of people's personal growth, then it's not worth it, despite the milas. We're up to the second half now. We're not up to this in the Passock yet, but the short version is that Chiskeo, as the man of Bitochen, will do very little heshtadlus in the material, physical military strategy realm to counter the threats from Aram. He's gotta do something to buy some time because he feels that he's not ready yet, not in the Ruchnius, he has to cause more people to do chuva, gotta have more people in the best Medrash. And until it's full, the program is going, it's going well, but he doesn't feel they're ready yet to have the schusters and Hu for an ace nigla that will happen. And the second thing is, for whatever small amount the Heshtad are going to do, he didn't have a few people to put on a horse with a spear. So, Melech Ashur noticed that he stopped paying taxes, which is basically declaring that you're rebelling, and you don't want to be a vassal state. Ashur moves quickly to come close in on Yerushalayim, also will describe this, and Chizkiyo sends a message, I'm sorry, which he wasn't really sorry, but that's what you have to say, that's legal, on mutter when the emperor is coming to destroy Yushalayim, levy whatever taxes you want, and I'll pay it. He gives him a number, and he just didn't have enough cash on hand. The number was above and beyond what was in the national treasury, the temple treasury, the personal treasury, and whatever you can levy on the people. So he started peeling the gold off the doors of the base. image, the gold that he himself put on. And again, I'm sure he asked the Shailah, but upon review a few days later, People said that was going too far in Ashtadlis. It demoralized the people because it was a public display of how pathetic the situation was and can't make the people get depressed. You're asking them to do so much in the first place and this is going to dampen their enthusiasm. It's a call. As we always speak about Ashtadlis in this year and in the other year, it's very circumstantial depending on the Madreig of the people, Madreig of the person, Chizkiyo, goes down in history as the Melech of Bitochen, under Davon and he wanted to do something small to show that we're still living here on earth and dealing with the reality, they felt on his medrega that wasn't necessary. And we'll get to that in the Pesukim over the next few weeks. Sasa megi similar vein. In war, the first thing you want to do is take away the water supply of the enemy that's coming. It's going to be a siege, and it might be long. This one, Baruch Hashem, will be relatively short, because they are all going to die overnight. But he had to prepare, and he stopped up Megichon. He brought the water in. They need the water in the city. You shall lie him. Again, he's on the city under the He needs a water supply. You shall lie him in general. It's a straw. Can't really depend on the rain, which is by design, meaning you're totally dependent on the rain. There's no other source. If it doesn't rain, you have some well water. The rain depends on your mitzvahs and even if it rains, you've got to store the water, and you got to have access to it. If you've ever waded through it, I did as a young child. Very cold and refreshing. And you have to, um, if uh, there's enough, it goes knee-deep, waist-deep. And there's enough for the supply. He didn't feel there's enough for a supply for the enemy, and he certainly didn't want to be supplying them. So he stopped it up and diverted it. And they had an issue with that, not from the environmental point of view, although there was that aspect. It's a very vital resource. You start tampering with it that could do damage. They felt, again, it was overkill in Heshtadlis. We know, historically, because this war is going to end in a total defeat and humiliation for Asher, and not a bullet will be shot. So in hindsight... It wasn't necessary, but it's not going to be around too long. Okay, Chizkiyot didn't know that at the time. Upon review, again, they felt that it was not necessary, and perhaps I'll add demoralizing for the people, because that's a public work project, and people see that the Melech must be really nervous if he's going this far. And his whole point, the point of his reign and the sheet of his reign is just go to the best and learn, and Davin, Hashem's going to save us, which was true, and it worked. So they felt To do this, well, you want to send a quiet uh, tribute to just to buy a few weeks, send some money, one wire. Nobody knows but the banker. So whoever's in charge then of uh, the treasury would send it off or bring some bags and undisclosed, unmarked suitcase and undisclosed time, undisclosed place. Okay, you stop my geichon, uh, everybody's going to notice. The last one, which is the folks of our Ram now, Iber Nisan Banisan as they mentioned as well, he was very short of time. And he's trying to clean up the basement, make everybody to her and bring the carbon. He just ran out of time. It was the end of Adr. And you need more time? Normally you can't manufacture time. The only time you can is the end of Adar. The only problem is that there are rules and regulations when to make an overyear, when not. When you can allow the carbon to be brought with the rule of Tumel Hutchur and even if you have that straight, into what date can you make an Ubayur? So this is tricky. You can't make an Ubayur if it's already Nissen because you can't make a second other. it's already Nissen. It wasn't Nissen, it was the last day of other, and there's a klaal that the last day of other which could have been Nissen. Remember, every month is either one or two days, it's too late. That's the technicality that he missed and whoever he has to shout to also missed. There were two different problems over here which the Ram is going to describe. One is that you can't be Ma'aber the month already, and add a second Adar when it's already the last day of Adar. The second one is there's no need to, if everybody's Tamey, right? People are Tamey, Tumur, So you're not supposed to make an over if you have the ability to just to rely on Tumur, Huchir, Let's go to the Ramam and we'll see it inside. Yes. Everything was gavaldic. The ends never justify the means. And the fact that it worked doesn't mean that the process was 100% glott. He's forgiven because he meant completely shame. He was under pressure and the halachic detail, the halachic mistake, was made under pressure. And he himself realized it and the Pasi Divyam de describes that he asked Hashem for mechila and Hashem accepted the karma. That doesn't mean you can go fast and on purpose and knowing haste makes waste and just make mistakes and then ask for mechila. He didn't do it on purpose. He asked Shailiz that he was doing the best he could under the circumstances. He did a phenomenal job. He will win the battle. He brings the carbon. He causes Chuva. Unbelievable what he accomplishes. So the details, even though the, you know, the devil's in the details, that's not a good word to use in this context. Uh, but out of the thousands of things he was doing, there were a couple of mistakes, which their are is about. This ramam we're about to read is far more complicated than we're going to... I'll lead on because there's a Machlekes, and what the mistake was. The Ramah brings down two different Shitas. The Kesemishan wants to know why he's sort of possibly like both. But at least to get the context, these are details that we um, assume if you're holding in Kachim and Zvachim and, and Psachim, you're going to get that he was holding it. It was a Yush Tamachacham. And the people who were asking were used to It was Machlaikas and Sahedrin. Some agreed. At the end, most said, if this ever happens next time, which you never did at least in the context of being in a rush when you just became king, trying to clean up the base. And make Don't do it. and do it a different way, or, or wait. Or do it patuma. So uh, the context, not common, the Ramam and Yeah, Chazak is going to quote to back up the point, but the Gemara does. So we're going to see a very nice review here. But, yeah, the ends don't justify the means, and the fact that something looks like it worked doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have to do tshuva for doing it. Often it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right at all, the whole agenda might be incorrect. Over here, the agenda's correct, and he was correct on 99% of the issues. So that's why he got a kapar. And he was completely a and had no personal agenda. All he did was get flack uh, for the things he was doing in the first place. And we see uh, soon by the invasion, they're going to send the renegade Meshumed Rav Shakeh and he's going to use much of what he does in a good way, say for a foolish and a bummerish and getting rid of everything. And he's going to use it to convince the people that Khiskio has a personal agenda and he's not on your side, and therefore give up. So he's going to he's going to suffer for this. He's going to get the alam the highest level because when you suffer for mitzvahs, you uh, you get more schar, not less. Let's go to the Ramam. Halchas Mikdash Peri Dalit Halacha and hold on to your Javre Yomim while you're doing that, because he's going to refer to the Pesukah Minayin. Shailah, who these people were? Some say they were carrying asmas Yosef. Some say they were the ones sent in to get out in Adavaviyu. Either way, it was right before Pesach. And they were Tamed. They came and asked Moshe Rabbeinu what to do. And he said, you're going to be pushed off to Pesach Shani. If it's a majority of people, we have the cloud tumah Who Not only din did any carbon that has a set time shu deche es as our Diva Yamim Shanamar Sham. And if you look back at the Pasak, take a look in your set. Go to first page nine. It's Diviryamabez Paraglamid Pasigin Khes. Page nine in the handout key. Marbi Saam Rabbis Meafrian Manashi Isachazvulan. He succeeded not only in getting Yehuda involved, he got Many, not as many as he wanted, from Ephraim Manashi Yesaka Zulin, Ephraim, Manasha noteworthy over here. Even they came, that was the seat of government of the Asarashvatim. Mind you, many had gone to Gauls already and it was falling apart. So some of them took the opportunity to do tshuva and come to Yehuda and be saved. Lootiru, they came and didn't have time to go through the Tyra process yet. Kiahlu pesah Velo Kakasuv. And they brought the carbon and they ate the carbon, but it wasn't exactly done right. <speaking in Hebrew> Chiskiyah realized the mistake after Revothacham told him it was a mistake. And he davened Hashem Yechaper Ba'ad. Again, you can't make mistakes because you don't want to focus and then say Hashem, please forgive us. I mean, always try to do Chuvah, but you can't have a situation where it's uh, premeditated. It wasn't premeditated, he asked the shayla. and he tried his best. That's what the passage says. He was cool to Hashem Shemaim. And it didn't end up being Tyrus HaKedosh because these mistakes were made in the Tuma side of things. And Hashem accepted their Veda and healed them and gave them continuous Yer which will come to its climax in the downfall of Asher, which is going to be one of the biggest nice igles we're going to see in all of Tanakh. So that's the passing. the Rambam. let quoted. go back to the Rambam. Rambam. What went wrong? So the Raman says two things. If you go back, he quotes the Pesach back to Yodivar Yomim for one more look. Take a look at page 4, Paraglamid Pesach Beis. They had a meeting, and they gave the following Eitzel, which means they made... Another other, because it was too little, too late. There weren't enough people on duty. There was still time. It takes time for the tire process. And the people coming from the outlying areas, I said, Sashfatim weren't there yet. Travel was difficult. And he had the meeting, and they decided, and they make the dia kol ha kol over here meant the masses who were very enthusiastic and good people, but not the, rov of the Sanhedrin. And the Rambam is going to make note of this right now. Go back to the Rambam. Yud Zayin again. Harei Advarim refers ki Marbus <laughs> arm robbers may affirm and ashes of his own loyotaro, Maoze Shanamak, Yach, the Pesa, Beloch, a cossive, may she Ibrahim, Sashan, Mayatuma, Shanam, Yvat, a Melvasar, Colobus Lam, Lassa, Pesbach, Shashani, Kilayoch, Lassus, Beisahi, Kainos, Kachu, Lamadai, Lamadai, Kvar, Beinu, Bekidish, Shahedish, Shein, Maabram, Esashan, Lachatilab, and Mayatuma. The Ram says you can't push it off a month, Mayatuma, because it's not necessary, because you have a clout to Mocha Batiba, you can rely on it. Now here the Raman says, l'chadchili you can't do, b'dyev et eschal, was awoschal, the Raman says. It just was a technical error to do this l'chadchila. Problem number two, yudches, And there was another issue on the technical how-to on the iber ha'shan itself. She chizki ha'mal ha'shan ha'shan b'yam sh'layshim sh'al ader sh'aray liya sh'ayish khedish salam dus, Last day, the amshleshim of Adar is like a migu. It could have been Nisan already. That year it wasn't. It was still Adar. But once it's a day that could have been Nisan, you can't push it off. Also, it's not halachically allowed to do it. And again, they were very pressed for time. And they, the time they got around to having the meeting about the Ibra Hashanah, it was day 30 of Adar. These two things. It wasn't necessary to have the ear in the first place, and they did it one day too late. That's why the Pasik says, That Rambam Beferish says, like what we offered as an explanation. He didn't do this as a man alone. He asked his advisors, and some of them were the Chachamim. And it says here in the Rambam, al chachamim sheskim amaisav. There were those who agreed. Just that upon review. A day or two later, most of these two things didn't agree. He should have had a full forum all the Sanhedrin for these uh, Harasha pressure decisions, and as the Melach, he felt he had to move things along, and he was moving things along in a very good way, for the most part. lemar, Tavi and the carbon was accepted. The Avvita was accepted. And they got the Kapara, and the Avvita was done. And they ate it. And they had a tremendous celebration, which they extended for another week, as we saw in Divrei Yamim. And this will be a tremendous Chosphokla Yisrael. So, again, the hundreds of things he's putting into motion, there was a, a mistake by two of them. They realized it, they caught it, he admitted it, and he publicly died. He wasn't embarrassed. One of the people to know that you have to dot the i's. In this context, I'm not about crossing t's, but uh, <laughs> you have to. Um, that's technically Mutter. You gotta, you gotta do it, and you gotta do it right. And if you make a mistake, you gotta learn from the mistake and pick yourself up next time. You can't say, "Well, um, there's a revolution going on and whatever." You can't do that. Allah has Allah, and the whole point is they need to generate this chusim to do things right. And he fully recognized that and did it. Which is uh, wonderful. Often, when we're doing things under pressure, certainly if we feel we're l'shem shemayim, and we feel we have a good agenda, and we're moving and it's working, we step on what we call details that no, can't get everything right. Well, it doesn't work that way. You got to be careful, and you got to do it right. You got to have shailas. And we spoke about yesterday about the drasha, certainly in Kira, which he was doing. You've Got to be extra careful because the Eitz and we call the Eitzahara, says no. You're doing Malachas HaKedosh and Klai Yisrael's future is at stake. Do what you have to do. That's not true. It's do what you have to do. Sometimes there's room for hara If you ask and you ask enough people honestly and carefully, I'm not saying everybody has to agree, but you need a consensus. And you've got to be very careful. Rabam halalom he pilu. And this line of work of making hara and hara and hara and you know, this, they didn't mean L'shem Shemayim, so it's not a great example, but uh, if you get up and say, well, we might get more people to shul if you allow them to drive to shul. That wasn't L'shem Shemayim. There, the Machshav Khili was do away with the whole religion. It's just that everybody was from, so you couldn't do that at once, so they had to slowly chip away. Of course, that's going to fail. It's wrong. It's also, the Pesach was wrong, and it wasn't the Pesach, because they weren't really asking a Shiloh. They deluded themselves in the thinking, and so, okay, so then uh, Nebuch, 200 years later, there's nobody coming to shul, and there's nobody. Shem Shabbos. So that's a direct result. So that Shailu wasn't asked to change Shemaim in the first place. But even if you're making an attempt to do things with Shem Shemayim, you've got to know what's touchable, what's not, and you can ask whatever you want, but you have to be able to follow direction. And often in the rush of life, we forget that. As long as we're we'll the Shem shemaim, everything's fine. It doesn't work like that. Yes? There's an idiom in the world uh, that it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for uh, so, yeah, we don't it, we it, don't it, agree it, with that. So is it, is it Chaza trade or like? It's Chaza Treif. That yeah. line is Chaza yeah. trade. So, but yeah. I'm saying like in, in the business world where it's like you know where where it's not cut and dried that okay it's a question about it's against a lachar or, or not is it something that that the whole concept is something to stay away from or it the whole concept in the whole concept is something to stay away from I guess uh, just a Moshe if a person happens to be uh, trying to help run an MIS department. At a company. Just an example. I have to be staring at a couple of people. Uh, and the uh, whole thing is crashing and it's two in the morning and you want to do something cutting edge as our rush up, like kick the screen. I'm sure that always works. And um, you're not really authorized to do that. So again, you can't do Geneva and then ask afterwards. The so kicking the screen is not a great example either. But um, sometimes you have to try to, if you're a high level enough worker, you're not here just to make widgets and screw them in. I don't even know widgets can be screwed in because nobody really knows what widgets are. But if you're not on the assembly line at GM and you're paid to sometimes think, then there's somewhat, in terms of your job description, somewhat of a, of a clear indication that you're supposed to be solving the problem. With that said, you have to be honest with yourself and say, oh, I'll ask later, but this has never been done, and I might bring down the entire system, but if I do it right, I'll be a hero. And there's some self-gaiva... Uh, Gaiva's always about self. There's some... You're putting yourself in a position, and you're you're a gay That's where you should step back. It's a little hard to figure out when you're an a gay but uh, often that's done. You say, look, I, this is a little ridiculous, but if I pull it off, I'll be a hero. And if I don't, people will suffer, so that's where you're going to ask a shayla. So it's, um, you know, the computer marshal, we think, uh, what's the downside? There could be a downside. Often in government, people make the decisions. In the army, this is Meissen Bechalyen. Uh, somebody told me recently, Yaka, was that you? Uh, uh, that uh, the White House gave instructions which I think could be good, depending whose hands it's in, to stop asking somebody many liz back home, stop sending somebody questions back home, and make some decisions in the front, because we can't really make decisions better than you're making, because you're there in the trenches and you know better. So that's that's good. Overall, that's less government control in a very sticky situation where, truth is, a guy with a tie-on an air-conditioned office in the Pentagon often really doesn't understand what's going on with all his cameras. So they're trying to give back some of the power to make the hurrah sha on the spot. Can you create a... Um, MacArthur, can you create a... We uh, had a person who thinks that uh, Patton might be better. Uh, can you create a monster? Yeah. But that's always the danger, especially when you're fighting wars. But uh, that's a good example where you're really in the trenches and you don't have time. By the time you call in, you're gonna lose the battle. And sometimes your job description, if you're a sergeant and you're not paid for this and above your pay scale, so it's not your problem. But in Shamayim, we're all foot soldiers. Some have attained uh, the rank of corporal sergeant, major, lieutenant, general, but interestingly enough, uh, the generals often are the ones that are reminding everybody that it's not our Torah to do scherer with, and it's not ours to make deals and to save Hashem money, or save Hashem people. And um, we have a rule book, and haroshas are very rare. As a matter of fact, we had a very fascinating discussion this Shabbos. I uh, I spoke Leo Shabbos here, so the haroshale Shabbos is all of six eight minutes, and I said something under my breath. It's always uh, interesting to see how everybody's listening so carefully. As uh, my son-in-law was. I think maybe you caught this also. I mentioned, we weren't even discussing this, but uh, I mentioned uh, Mamish. I thought it was under my breath. Apparently it was audible. And that uh, even Slavchad, who uh, did the maissa, L'Shem Shammayim, but uh, that really wasn't the right thing to do. Mayach you have to get killed to set an example if uh, no one said that this is the example we have to set so we're discussing at the table was uh, my assumption seemed to be that Slavchot was wrong which is a fascinating question uh, Slavchot is very complicated and during the discussion at the table I mentioned that uh, if there's a riot one way or the other I don't want to have any nightmares with Slavchot although not one of the <laughs> lachim we speak about I'll well, ask you was Slavchot wrong so we know the Gemara says he met L'shem shemaim. Yeah, he met L'shem Shemayim. He was Shav, Not he's interested in gathering wood. Who has Yaitsa heard to gather wood in the Midbar? Like you know, don't even need any. It was climate control. They had an on, on had a, There was no need for a fireplace. Okay, you want a little wood to cook your mun. You can have it raw also. Just have in mind something else. He was gathering wood, cutting wood, whatever the avayer was. So the Mar-a says, did L'shem Shemayim to dafka do malacha race and get caught to get killed to show Klal Yisrael that Hashem still means business. At a time after the Xavier they were not going to Yitz Yisrael, and people were depressed, and they said, no, we're not going to Yitz Yisrael, so who do, why do we have to keep the mitzvahs? And we're not really going to have Yitz Yisrael anyway, and it's all to go to Yitz Yisrael, build up Yitz Yisrael, and we're not going. And there was a, a depression that was setting in that people felt that it's no longer no Now I think it's um, a huge Chiddush, so did everybody else, Slavka didn't, to say, okay, how do I wake up the people? Show them that it's still serious, dead serious. So have an idea. I'll be Machal Shabbos Barabin, get to Aden to make sure they see me and give me Yisra, and I'll say, I'm an Askein on the top of my lungs, and then they'll arrest me, and then I'll get killed. They'll see it's serious. And that's real exactly, That's exactly what he did. There's a lot of discussion about this, because the Mashah says he really wasn't Machal Shabbos, because it was a Malach HaShem Tzvichal Gufa. Because he had a mind that he was slapping sticks or cutting down trees, whatever trees he found in the midbar. Whatever he was doing, he was doing it only to prove a point, not to do the malachas. That's a classic malacha, Shayn's Gufa. What? Well, that's what we, ta- we were talking about. So that was my right. I assume, I'm, I'm asking you, everybody looked surprised. Did everybody assume like me? Or maybe I'm. Nobody talks about this. The so one who asked me said he's been looking for six years for the answer to the shayli. can't find any raya. He thought it was interesting I said that. I said, truth, I thought it was the push it." He got killed. This is a huge, talk about hurrah, Shah. This is not a general making a decision in the front. This is, Klai seems to be in a very bad state. We're in the Midbar, the third day. A lot of people said, no, we're not going to Yisrael, so maybe we don't have to keep mitzvahs. I would have assumed there are enough Sadiq in Meklai Yisrael that still plan to go into Yisrael. There are many people under 20 who will go to Yisrael. And they're going to go in, and it's going to be a huge success, and they're going to build a Mesa Mekdush eventually, and Meklai Yisrael is still going to be here. I have to go be Machal Shabbos and get killed to show people that it's still serious? So he meant, well, he sounds like an amazing tzaddik to Mamish gave up his life. Marsha says, it was And he really was Machal Shabbos. Nu? So, how'd they kill him? The answer is, <laughs> and It's a real lump uh, to Dvar and Advaram. And the Atham said, Sir, uh, that's us, sir. He said, Yeah, you want to quote chapter and verse? So said, it's all set up. And he said, Yeah. And they told him the to Posek. Interestingly enough, they didn't know exactly what to get him on because Mashav didn't know which Misa to give him. And he asked Hashem, and Hashem said, Give Misus. Hashem was Maskim. It's so, a Loba Shamayim. Lob but Hashem said, This is how you kill him. So the question was whether to kill him. They knew he's Chayam Misa. They don't know which one. So Hashem said, Okay, this is how you do it. He really wasn't Chayam Misa, clapping Hashem knew that. But So what does Basin have to do? They have to do what they have to do. They have to kill him. Adam saw what he did and they have to kill him. So he got killed. So it woke, So amazing. So we spent uh, a few hours on Shavu. We were still talking about Abdullah. We walked in. Rebison said, you're still talking about Slavchad? <laughs> well, he'd been talking about it for six years. I just joined the conversation. But yeah, we we're still talking about Slavchad and he found a Meshach Chachmah that says that didn't talk about, didn't warn them again about Shabbos because Shabbos, they didn't need any warning because he made quite a ration, which means it worked. So it sounds like the holds <laughs> what he did was good, I guess. Not before Irish, we're looking for rayas, but he suddenly woke everybody up. Yes? Nope. Nope. If you have them. I don't want to use you. Ruven the morning, him, you're about to meet Chal Shabbos. And he said, yeah, I don't care. Take me to Basin. Afa, Piken, Amanas, That's a separate as we once spoke about. He says, every lush in that works, I don't care. Take me to Basin. It's worth it. i got to gather this wood. It's this one of my big gates of hers. them is shrugging their shoulders. and he said, you're sure, sir? And he, said, and he said, okay, sir, you're under arrest. And he's very docile. He you know, puts his hands like this. He said, yeah. Wherever you got to go. Take it to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't know. It's the first case we had. I don't know exactly what to do. He asked Hashem, and then they kill him. So did Basim do anything wrong? Of course not. He knows deep down, they're wondering why he was smiling. Deep down, he said, Yeah, this is going to make a great marshah. And what can you do? Hashem knew that, so he went to El Mhaba, so what we were talking about, El Shabbos, is that he came back as a Gilgul, and he had to uh, fix it up, so why did he come back as a Gilgul? So I said that also, they all said, he came back as a Gilgul, so I knew what the answer was, and as I said it, I said, yeah, and the answer that is, is that he came back as a Gilgul, because El Maisa he did something which looked like Chil Shabbos, and a Misa was Chil Shabbos, he needed a take and doesn't mean he's a bad guy so this is Ben Tzavchot uh, said he didn't die for this he didn't die, he wasn't part of the miracle. he died for his own arveira sounds like it was an arveira the answer is on paper it was an arveira yes yes I think it's I'm still I agree with you I'm on your side I think as harashahs go as Lashem Shamayim cutting edge of Rosh I think this is the biggest one we've ever had, and I'm not convinced it was right. Yal was a huge chidish also. used to be Mazana, to kill a general, why don't you have the general slip on a banana and fall into a bar? Hashem has many ways to take care of him. Okay, but then I have a Gemara that says she was right. Deverah says she was right. We just had she was Deverah. Deverah says she was right, so she's right. Savchar, we don't have any, we have one Chazan said Lashem Shamayim. Great, okay, we know that. Was it a correct thing to do? So I, 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 now that we're discussing, I can say, well, the Gemara says, So that means that uh, situation where you've got to wake people up to do the right thing, you could sacrifice your life. Okay. I, I'm not convinced yet, but Tzavchot uh, was a big man. We know that. Um, I just, there's no Gemara, there's no Chazal that comments on this. We have uh, maybe a Meshach maybe an Arizal in the other direction, but I can answer on both Rayas. A fascinating question. Uh, if you have any bit of fairish, uh, well, we it's see, been on the agenda you know, for six years. We what? Said, we talked about barmshavalei and its How do you reconcile that with a For reasons of it's like they did the action. So, no, barmshava happens to be only by a varazara or a confirmed Mashumid. But here it's yeah, good. It's like good but here it's right? here he did a bad action called chilu shabbos. It just they had a machshavah. I'm only doing this, so I should get killed. Yeah. And based in, uh, I don't think based in, based in, they did the wrong thing. They killed him, is they had to kill him. And Hashem, in the in and had to do it. He didn't say, by the way, uh, there's information you don't know. And Lob HaShemaimbi, by the way, doesn't apply in this Tchufa. During Moshe Rabbeinu, they had one long Nasinus terror for 40 years. Every time Moshe HaShayli asked Hashem, so he can't say Lob HaShemaimbi. So why did Hashem tell them, by the way, great public spectacle, and you arrested him, you had a trial, people got scared, don't kill him, because this is all Mokha Hashem, and Complicated. Yeah, we'll take one more, and we'll get to the Palaeis next week. Yeah. the Silverstein has a true Baptist, Janusz Korzak, who was uh, the head of the orphanage in Warsaw, and when they were bringing all him and the children out to the, the chain, and they knew there was the death, they, they didn't want to kill him because he was a famous person. And they were they still a little worried about him. Uh, so but uh, he said, no, you're going to take the children, you're going to have to kill me also. So he went with them. So the Silveston asked Shiloh, did he have the right, if he could have saved himself, did he have the right? To I hear that more, because over here, he was hoping that they, he would go with them and maybe save some children based on his fame and the respect that he commanded. Over here, it was a great idea to wake Klai Yisrael up, and the Meshach says he woke them up, and no one went near it, Baruch Hashem. question is, was this necessary? Here, there's a, there's a concept of this, and with this, in, in Hilchas Kiddush Hashem. If it's not Yahar Yavr, it's normally usher. It's called suicide. And it's brought down in Shulchanach, the same in Kuflin and Zion, that if you're the Gadol you're a famous person, you can make a Roshim to help people in the Ruchnias to take a stand, even though you can get away with it, you could get killed even for a Mitzvah Saseh. That's as close as I can get to Slavchod. It's still not very close. Here, there was no shasa There was still plenty of from people. There were enough people. I wasn't there. So again, the answer could be there weren't, and, and there was a real danger that everybody would go off. Okay, so then Poshini was right. But you can make a chili between that case versus Shas where it's very hard to do the right thing because they're killing everybody to stand up and say, No, we should die even over here. Technically, it's not Yahavaya, just to set a precedent, we're drawing a line in the sand. It's still a jump from there to Slavchod, but maybe that was the situation and he had to do it, and it's a so double pushing. He did the right thing. On that positive note, Timitz Hashem will continue next week.